Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1987, four childhood friends were reunited after 10 years to investigate the murder of a mentor they all shared. During this time, they unlocked the deep secrets of the past and found themselves exposed to the darkness that surrounded them. Soon it became more than a fight for justice. And instead, it became a fight against the ultimate evil. Six months later, in the winter of 1988, bonded by their knowledge of the dark unknown, they have decided to no longer be the victim. Now they seek out the deep roots of satanic corruption that hides in the shadows of society, all the while trying to mentor a new companion, seeking justice for the death of his cousin. Institutionalized is the second story arc in the Chronicles of Darkness first edition story, The Ultimate Evil, set in Bismarck, North Dakota in 1988. Join us in this tale of satanic horror with Wayne, played by Adam, Che, played by Andrew, Alex, played by Mitch, Michael, played by Slavic, and the newcomer Derek, played by Tillman. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, and on Facebook and Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So now it's time to introduce our new character to the story. Hello, Tillman. So Tillman, tell us a little bit about the childhood of Derek Porter and his relationship with his cousin, Amanda, and the impact she had on his life. Uh, Derek is an only child from a, well, a busy uh, middle-class family. His last name is also Porter, and obviously he is Amanda Porter's younger cousin. In his childhood, he was kind of uh, that quiet kid that didn't really stick out in any way. Uh, so he wasn't really a nerd. He wasn't really into sports. Uh, basically, he was just kind of there. Uh, didn't really have many friends, seemingly no interests either. So it didn't seem all that interesting uh, to the outside. Manda uh, really helped him in his teenage years, basically trying to coax out some some interest, some talent in him. And uh, together they found out he was quite well, interested and also quite good at working with his hands. And he got into a, well, he started uh, working on furniture and repairing uh, stuff, woodworking and so on as like a first job. That all was self-organized. So really, he started to get his life together, finished school, not all that good, but found a occupation. Uh, at a welding shop now doing like custom work there still doing some furniture repair on the side yes definitely uh your father his name is george and your mother her name is molly Uh, your father is somewhat overweight and on disability because of like strain his body took working in construction and he was very good with his hands too all by in a different fashion than woodworking he was very like a hands-on construction type he actually had where he fell a, a couple stories off during a build of an office building in Bismarck. 
and injured his back and he's been on disability since then you know it really drives him nuts too because he hates being inactive and he feels inadequate like he has he's not providing for your family like he really feel he he feels he should while your your mother molly is working in this like german restaurant working double shifts often is working like for tips and trying to get as much as she can to try to support both of them along with his disability you both live in the same apartment complex they live in an apartment yeah. that is below you you live in an apartment that is above them a couple of things i want to interject about your uh, past a little bit to tie you into the story you noticed around the time of amanda's death when the funeral happened when the wake happened you specifically remember the wake being in your aunt and uncle's home on north 4th street which is by the capitol it was a smaller home you know that your mother molly was the sister of amanda's mother marie and how they're really close they had a really good relationship and your mom was there a lot and you felt pain a lot too because she had moved to california you already kind of felt a little lost with her being gone because you didn't have a lot of connection with children and even though she was older like you said you had a connection then to find out that she died out there especially being from a small town and hearing someone move to like the big states of california and they die it's even like this weird like builds a seclusion around you but you notice that there was a lady who was there at the wake and she seemed to talk to your aunt a lot and even your mother she you could get the vibe from her though that she wasn't like bismarck folk you know she wasn't from the bismarck area and the way she handled herself but she seemed very nice and her name was meredith and that you kind of realized that meredith was taking on a friendship or had a friendship with your aunt and she soon started talking to you throughout like family gatherings she she became a family friend almost but to the overall porter family one summer meredith when she heard and found out that you had skills with woodworking hired you would start hiring you for summer jobs or for odd and end jobs at her house on fox island there where she we described earlier you'd go and you'd fix like she'd just find random stuff for you and eventually you kind of realized she was just being nice and kind of giving you work so she could give you an income but when you got older and started well, when you graduated school and didn't quite have an idea what you want to do she actually gave you money so you could start buying like the more higher end wood tools started helping you cover at first like your space that you have because you kind of have like the u-haul storage unit that you like work on your wood stuff in uh she gave you the funding to start with that she kind of became somewhat of a of a little mentor and a friend she helped you get the job that you have in btd metal which is the company you work for that you do welding in and she's kind of like someone who's had a connection with you and kind of even like has opened doors for you with clients and woodworking and what's the word like a revival of re taking like old antique wood and restoring it that's what i think and doing that so there's been a connection there that you've had with her and you know it's, it's a genuine connection she has lunch with you, you even know jerry that she usually is with her that you just kind of think handles her affairs you don't know anything else about her but you just know that she has taken on a mentorship to you and you kind of caught wind like just through random conversation random thing that maybe she has tried with her money to find out more about amanda's death but you never really nothing has came of it you know you've never really sat down to talk to her about it she is constantly though striving to get you to do your potential meet your potential but you've always been content you know working at the metal shop doing what you're doing like that yeah i would uh interject well um derek still lives 
in the same apartment building as his uh, as his uh, parents because he has to help them out somehow. Uh, as you described, his mom uh, basically works day and night, like a restaurant job. That's uh, that's really tough, and um, his dad can't work anymore and just basically sits around. He can he can get through the day by himself, but not much else, I would say. So Derek still lives there, helps out where he can. And with his side business and his main occupation, that really doesn't leave much time for anything else. But he definitely was very distraught about Amanda's death. And he just did not comprehend how there never was any police work, uh, at least not uh, as far as he could tell, because they never really found the killer. Like, what the fuck is going on there? For sure, for sure. Now, describe to us what he looks like right now at the age of like 22, 23. What's his appearance like? With uh, the kind of work he's doing, he's very bulky. He's probably a little overweight, but also really tall with his German heritage, I guess. And he has massive shoulders, like everything on him seems too big. His hair started receding uh, very early. It's kind of blonde, but he keeps it short. So honestly, just doesn't really draw any attention. His eyes are blue. Well, he when he's not at work, he walks around in jeans and polos, like he, the, the cheap kind. But he just keeps uh, one of every color, and that's it. Nice. So one day you're at work it's a monday you're at work in btd metal you hear the loud of like buzzing of like different kind of machinery cutting metal bending it you have your earplugs in your safety goggles on you're kind of lost in work you feel the heat of the piece of equipment that you're working on right now and as you look you see a end of a garage door open like where the the warehouse you work in they usually keep the ends open so people like trucks can come in and get parts and you look and you see the figure of jerry hagberg walking down and you can feel the cool air coming because it's like kind of snowing a little bit outside but it's a really welcome that's why you guys leave it open to kind of get a cool breeze in there because of how hot it gets and you see him walking in he kind of just like he's waving he's about like 30 feet away but you kind of see just nod and lift his hand a little bit and a wave and then he as he gets closer to you uh, you like, you know, you take out an earpiece so you can hear and he's like, hey, can I, uh, can I get a moment to chew your ear outside? You want a cigarette? Sure. Yeah. Just one minute. And Derek walks over, tosses away all the safety stuff, like grabs one towel full of oil and sweat and puts in some more sweat and like, goes over uh, to Jerry. So Jerry's out, st- steps outside and the there's a little bit of snow still falling They're like he hasn't collected super thick quite yet but you know it's starting the winter's starting and he's by this picnic table that's outside that during the summer people sit on when they smoke and he like hands you a cigarette and he lights it and he's like all right kid you know meredith been trying to tell you like get you out of this place right i mean she helped you get the job but she thinks you have more potential and i know that you don't have much trust in the police department even though i think it's misfounded but I know you don't like how the whole thing with Amanda was handled. We know of some people who are going to be starting a business here in town and they have history with your cousin. They're trying to find answers. I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, I'm not going to take it upon myself to tell you what they may want to tell you about that or not, but I have pulled some strings and would you want to work for them? Help them find some answers there. You don't have to worry about the paperwork. You don't have to worry about any of that shit. Would you like that? 
work for them. I got I got two businesses running, Jerry. Like, forget forget this business. Listen, do you want answers, son, or do you not? I've been here for two years now. It's going good. What is this? Like, I mean, I know. I you know, know it's you know it's important. Look, and how, how about this? I'm I really have had an interesting week, and I'm so tired of trying to sell shit to people who don't want to listen. Right. So I'm just going to say this. This fucking guy is going to call you. His name's Michael. He's legit. He is a cop. I don't think he's going to be a cop for much longer, but I don't want to put words in his mouth, okay? I can tell you this. If I can't speak on anything else, I can tell you him and his friends legitimately are trying to find what happened to Amanda. Like, get answers. I'm not talking about just not paying lip service. I'm talking about get answers. And I think that's why they want to get. he wants to get under the get away from the police department. He feels like he can't do it there. I'm still trying to build trust. It's a delicate situation, but it's a win-win for you. You get more money, then you get paid in here. You get to try to find about Amanda. And in return, maybe you can help build a bridge because they're not really trusting of us. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. All right. Well, I'll let him talk to you, okay? Just hear him out for me. Will you do that? Well, okay. Like, when's he going to call me? He'll be calling you in a few hours here, probably when you're home. So be at your apartment, all right? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. He extends his hand. I'm like... Derek fudges around with like cigarette and whatnot. <laughs> oh, awkward. Yeah. He walks off and you finish out your work day and you get a phone call at your apartment later that afternoon and it's Michael calling you. Go ahead, seems on you guys. Good evening. This is Michael Gray. Am I speaking to Derek? Uh yeah. Hi. Hello, Derek. I'm not sure how much Jerry told you about uh but he said that I should offer you a job in a PI firm that me and a couple of my associates are starting right now. Uh, you're the cousin of Amanda Porter? Mm, that's correct. Okay, so yeah, uh, we've sort of been looking into her uh, death on... Well, it's, it's a very long story, and it's not really one I'll, I'll tell you over the telephone. But the short version is, I've been looking into her and some other deaths uh, relating also to the Walkstetter family. And we found out some stuff, and uh, we've gotten the option of starting our own company and helping other people in similar situations as Mando was. Um. Hold on there. Like, Walkstetter? Like, Meredith Walkstetter? Uh, mostly, well, she married into the family, but yes. And, okay, another thing. Uh, you work for the police force, right? Yes, I do. I'm a police officer. Why do you need a PI firm? Because I want to do, be able to do things on my own terms. And honestly, uh, there's a lot of red tape and a lot of orders going on in the force and a lot of influence that can't always be accounted for. And why do you want me? I mean, I mean, of course, I, I can talk to you about Amanda a little bit, but... Uh, honestly, uh, I'm doing this as a favor for Jerry. Uh, he said you could use the job. And 
that's the reason I'm offering it to you. Uh, I didn't before know anything about your existence whatsoever. So I did know Amanda when I was little. Okay, uh, look, I, I think I need to explain something to you. Like Jerry and Meredith, they, to at least to me, they are overly helpful. It's weird. Like this is the third job they're organizing for me, and I can't really, I can't really make time for three jobs at once. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, if you don't want the job, then uh, that's absolutely fine. Uh, just tell Jerry that uh, you declined it of your own will, and uh, he is not gonna like that at one bit. Well, if you it's want, probably... you can meet me and my uh, friends and associates. Uh, let's say, uh, what day is it now? Is it a Friday? It's a Monday. Monday, Monday. Tomorrow evening at a Denny's. I sort of give him our Denny's address, the, the one where we always meet up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if uh, we can, I can make sure that everyone's there, but there's at least going to be more of us, and we can talk more about this offer if you're at least a little bit interested. I'm interested in this in this Walksteller thing mostly, and what you found out so far. Yeah, that's the really uh, interesting part to me. I'm not sure if I can do the work part. Uh, I don't okay. think I can. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. That's unemployed. All right. So. Let's fast forward to the next day at Denny's. <laughs> Who all is going to come to the dinner to talk to Derek? Well, I'd like to be there if I'm invited, of course. Alex will go. All right. What about you, Che? Eh, all right. <laughs> awesome. You guys are all sitting there at the Denny's right now, and you have this fella, Derek, who's sitting there at the table. You guys are kind of like this awkward silence because you guys have been through some shit together. Derek and you have takes up like... A whole bench by himself. <laughs> so you see this big corn-fed country, North Dakota German ancestry guy sitting there. Go ahead, scenes on you guys. I have a question out of character. Who's bigger, Che or Derek? Ooh, uh, how do you figure that out? I don't know. We could say they're equally. I'd say Derek is probably hey. wider, and <laughs> Che is probably taller. You know what I mean? Would that would that be agreeable? Jake's right, just like six foot. Like he's not. Oh. Like, like he's, big. he's not enormous. I didn't take yeah. like that huge oh. size merit or anything. I thought you he's just take huge size. Okay, no, no, no. He's just he's just Sorry. larger than normal. That's all. Larger than life. That's I didn't mean to interject with that. No. Worries. Well, Derek is not huge in that sense. He also doesn't have that merit. But yeah, like everything seems bulky about him. He has iron stamina, so I think that should reflect in his appearance. For yeah, sure. yeah. Che has that too. So like. They're both big dudes, but not like abnormally. So you are all sitting there at the table. Go ahead, scenes on you guys. Hello, Derek. I'm Michael. Okay, so this is Che, Wayne, and Alex, people I told you about. Hey, how's it going? Hey, guys, this is Derek, Amanda's cousin. He wanted to talk to us more about the Walkstart family and make maybe working for in our company. Possibly. Derek kind of awkwardly shakes hand with everyone. When I shake Derek's hand, I kind of uh, look into his eyes, and I'm just like, it's really nice to meet you, Derek. Amanda was very important to me. Amanda was very important to all of us. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. It's, it's nice to meet you. Right. Uh, yeah, sorry. And he, like, scoots down in, uh, into the bench and, like, crushes it a little bit. <laughs> so, okay, like, how did you guys come together, and what does... Jerry have to do with you? 
Well, Jerry contacted me after we investigated into the Lockstetter family, uh, mostly Charlie and Colin Lockstetter. And uh, after the investigation was done and concluded, he contacted us and said if we wanted to do some more work for him. We declined, but we did decide that we want to pursue this career path. Interesting. So, so Meredith wants us all to work together, tells us via Jerry, and you are looking into... The family that she married into because you think they are tied to the murder of my cousin. Oh, I know they're tied to the murder. That kind of, like, I would say maybe lead, like, conclusions to be made in your head that maybe she has been helping your family. She might have known that or, you know what I'm saying, or had suspicions and that's why she's trying to be helpful or whatever, you know? Yeah, that very likely is going through his head. Like, even uh, he doesn't have any idea how much she knows. But he definitely knows that she, to him, always appeared like this super supportive uh, kind of woman, like in the back lines, trying to arrange things so things for him work out. Yeah, definitely. You know, Derek, Jerry told us you were the kind of guy who was looking for answers. We also are the type of people who are looking for answers in the same way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, but... Why does it take four random dudes to figure this out? I, I don't I don't really get it. It's more so that it's our responsibility to. We're all tied together because of your cousin, Amanda. Maybe you're also tied to us because of this same connection. I do believe that things happen for a reason. Derek kind of like blank stares. You may think it's funny, Derek, uh, but listen, I'm sure the others can attest. We've seen some... Some pretty crazy things, and what I'm saying is is not would not seem strange if if you only knew. Well, uh, what have you found out? Like uh, Michael, right? Yeah, you were Michael. Uh, you seem pretty sure about all this. Like, what have you found out? Well, let's just say that uh, Walkster family's been practicing some off-brand religion and. Uh, they've basically become part of this weird pseudo-religious cult. And much of the violence and murders committed by them, or thanks to them, were because of these religious reasons. Let's call it what it is, Michael. They're, they're Satanists. Yeah. They're Satan killing in the name cultists. of people. That's a like large the... pill to swallow. <laughs> Like those murder-suicide guys in those weird, like, offshoot towns? Sort of, yeah. Think Son of Sam, but more organized, more uh, more connected. They can't, could have gotten away with it, theoretically. This is real evil, Derek. This is not pretend magic. Uh, okay. And, wait, so, but uh, but what does my cousin have to do with the... She never, uh, I think she was kind of like Christian, but she never seemed to sort to like deal with people like that. Your cousin was a good person, Derek. She's a victim. She was a symbol of light, and that's why, that's why they hurt her. And so they followed her to, what, California? Or were they already there? They're everywhere. Could have already been there when she moved. Well, 
There's still a lot you we know, don't know. You know that that old lady, she's nice and all, but I think she's somewhat like removed from reality in a way. Uh I appreciate what she has done for me, but but like it, I don't understand it sometimes. She's making up for uh for the past. Yeah, I guess. Well, I didn't know about this whole Walkstead thing. It's a lot to take in, and honestly, it took us a long time to find this out as well. We're hired to do this by this reporter. Reporter? Yeah, is Terry that where might, you need, might, might have that heard of you it. need the... Uh, oh, uh, I don't really read all that much. But the reporter thing, is that where you need a PI firm? Because you, you can do the journalism thing when you're in the police force? Uh, well, it's where we got the idea for it, anyway. Just, you know, we did some freelance work, and uh, we just felt like we could do more if we had our own firm. We could do this on our own terms. Well, okay, so so what's your plan? I don't know. Like, sell it to me. I mean, yeah, I want to find out more about Amanda, but... Okay. I, after that, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can do much of anything for you. Like, really, look at me. I, I fix stuff. Like, I work with power tools and shit. Look, the premise is simple. We need a company through which we'll be able to find out more about things that are happening, things like th that happened to your cousin. And we are trying to basically create this company and then be free to pursue these cases, which are often not investigated by the police because of either rep tape or corruption or anything else. Something that we won't be tied with, okay? As for your skills, we'll need lots of skills to make sure we're ready, whether it's technological skills, social skills, and everything just so we have a strong team where we're able to take on any many obstacles because if you've ever done an investigation it can get very very complex and the problems we have to solve are well they tend to be very different natures okay so if you want to join us i don't think your skill set's going to be a problem what problem is, <laughs> is uh, do you want to join us? Okay. It's the only thing I sort of care about. I don't know. It's a bit much, honestly. Like, you're just starting out, right? I got, I mean, you all seem very into the idea. By the way, like, <laughs> I think Derek would totally not read the situation that only half of them is totally into the idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you all seem really into the idea. But I need I need to keep going with something, and I've got a good start in this uh, in this metalworking thing. It's a steady income. I have a career in front of me. Like that's it. And you can see he's kind of like unhappy with admitting that. So for now, it's a no. It's probably like I uh, like a no, and he'll uh, lose sleep over it. <laughs> All Derek, right. Can okay. I just say you you do you look like her. I can see it. If I could just convince you just to hang out with us, you know, just, just for a little bit. And if you want to go and this is, you know, this wasn't for you, that's fine. I just feel like this is a, this is a connection that was supposed to be made. And I would feel bad if we, if we both missed this. I think Derek, Derek would say 
silent at that a bit uncomfortable but like not actually insulted by it but like he doesn't know where to put that thought so as you all each go your own way after that dinner we're gonna do a quick fast forward but i gotta ask one question of michael michael how are you going to conclude things with terry murphy knowing that he has the money that's going to be for the pi you're going to tell him about everything that happened are you going to keep things vague are you going to like Uh, i'm going to keep things the way i told them to derek uh more in depth but i'm going to keep out all like the magic shit and stuff so you're going to keep it very grounded like in danger or whatever but i'll keep it grounded just because so we need that money i'm not to risk it for sure definitely so for the next two months michael is helping you guys get ready for the pi test oh excuse me you all are spend a couple months preparing for this test as the weather gets colder you eventually go into the state capitol municipal building meaning the original four wayne alex che michael to go take your test you all notice when you get your test that the lady smiles at you guys warmly as you show her your id they hand you the the she hands you the test booklet and when you guys go sit at the desk to take it you open up and you see that the test answers were already filled out for you and you guys look through here you see that like every single one has been filled out for you already i fucking hate that yeah so that that could have pissed che off so much so then as you guys turn them in about a month a couple weeks later you get your licensing you get your license in the mail you actually f- uh, pick out a location on Main Street where you guys decide to open up the Dakota Investigative Services, which is the name of your PI firm. You got the money from Terry Murphy for wrapping up everything that you did to go ahead and put a down payment on there. And that is where we will wrap off for now. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs, Gameplay, and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general, that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could get the attention you deserve? The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.